What's up, Red Raider Nation? Welcome to episode 36 of the Lone Raider Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'm your host, Jonah the J-Train himself, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Nathan. Did you know you had the weirdest fandoms? Zuniga, what's up, buddy? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do have some of the weirdest fandoms. So just a uh, FYI for the listeners, uh, Jonah asked me the other day who are five major like, sports. Yes, yes, and I posted right, on Twitter, by know. the way. Twitter as well. Okay, sorry, I've been MIA. I don't really do the socials like that. I gotta get better at it. Maybe I will. Eventually. Maybe have like a post. A post on, tw- on Twitter. I just, uh, I've been trying to figure out like a saucy one to do, man. Like a debate, oh, like a versus. You want that you saucy? I mean? That saucy. Th- first so tweet? this is this this is kind of what I've thought, right? I've thought about this, like who had a better career, Wes Welker or Danny Amendola, and I feel like okay. that's up for debate. You know. Yeah. Wes Wilker, I feel like, had a longer career, longer longevity, right? But Danny Amendola has, you know, the That's accolades right. as yeah. as well as the stats, just not the longevity. So I felt like that was probably going to be my post. I'm still thinking it probably will, but it's just a little. Yeah, you want that? You want that perfect first tweet? And after that, yeah, it's yeah all for sure. <laughs> I needed something a little controversial. You know what I mean? Just a little bit. I'd That's honestly argue. Debate, you know, honestly. Yeah. I would actually argue that Wes Welker and even to an extent Damian Amendola had a better career than Crabtree, which is crazy to say. Yeah, yeah. I, I but I would I would argue that to be honest, in in my opinion, if you wanted to bring it up, the stats, the rings, you know, all of it. Yeah, so, I mean, if we were to go a little bit more in depth with this, I I don't have their stats pulled in front of me, but like you know, if we were to like have a legit conversation about that. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I hard to hard to argue there. But yeah, like I, I asked for like your teams, like all like you know, oh yeah, six going back to leagues that. out here in uh here in the states at least. Um, but yeah, like um, I, I put up on Twitter and I ran a poll as well, uh, because I I thought I had some weird fandoms because obviously mm-hmm. you know, my college team Texas Tech, you know NFL New Orleans Saints, NBA San Antonio Spurs, uh, hockey it's the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, um, MLB, it's the Kansas City Royals, and MLS, it's Austin FC. For you, it's Texas Tech, of course, and uh, NFL is the Jets, NBA, ATS, NHL, Penguins as well. Because you decided to hop on that bandwagon with me, which I really we talking about, man. I mean, I'm just saying, we won Stanley two years running. I'm just saying, we we didn't, yeah, we've won five. I gotta say, bro, yeah, we got full head. It's okay. I know you well, don't know hey, much about hockey, but it's it's well, okay. hey. <laughs> funny enough. If I was actually to choose a hockey team, um, uh, it would probably be what is it? Is it the Maple Leafs? The, the, the Leafs, the, yes. The, the Leafs, Toronto right? Maple Leafs, yeah. Yeah, the Toronto Maple Leafs. If I had to give you a legitimate one, that probably be the closest. <laughs> and they're if is I that because of the movie. Asked, actually, no. Um, really? growing up, I had this one NHL game on my Xbox, and um, the Maple Leafs were the worst team. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like it showed it showed the the ratings for it right it'd be it like terrible. they were 30th 28th 29th in, in the league or whatever but i like the leaves i like the logo so i was nice. like sure <laughs> like, <laughs> i'll try not? to make the maple leaves yeah why not so that's kind of that's uh, honestly that's kind of how a lot of my fan well my Penguins fan could be hate. your second team uh but your mlb team is the mariners which i saw you got a lot of hate for on the street by the way and mls atlanta <laughs> united <laughs> Atlanta United MLS team, which is kind of strange. And then Nesto's, of course, um, the boy is not here today. Uh, He is lost at sea. He has been lost at sea now for seven days. Um, We are so thrilled for him. Uh, He's having a great time, guys. And uh, I I think we need to talk 
uh, maybe off air about Nesto's pay because he has not been here for several episodes. So I think <laughs> I think his pay needs to come down a little bit. You know, you, you you've missed quite a bit, my friend. So hold on, hold I, I think on. you need to hit some. You know, y'all like getting paid financially. <laughs> y'all, you just, y'all getting paid? Hold Wait, on. what? <laughs> oh, y'all have a contract? I forgot. <laughs> yeah, but we we need to talk about this because he, he needs to have a fine or something, you know. Oh <laughs> my god, my man's is just in paradise right now. Can you blame him? <laughs> Can't blame him at all. Uh, but his college, uh, his college teams, Texas Tech and UTSA. I believe he went to UTSA for a semester or so before it came to Texas Tech. NFL Cowboys, NBA Spurs, NHL Stars, MLB Braves, and then MLS Austin FC. Really, the only one that's kind of out of order there. Is the Braves? Probably the Braves, yeah, yeah, and everything else is in Texas, so like you know, can't really, you know, like that's to be expected, I guess, for somebody from Texas. But mm-hmm. yeah, you got. I ran the poll, like, let us know who you think has the strangest fandoms: Jonah, Nathan, or Nesto. You got seventy-four percent of the votes. It was one hundred and nineteen <laughs> votes. You, you stole that one, dude. <laughs> stole. Uh, well, it's funny enough that you say that because most of my fanhoods. Okay, look. Let me just stress this out, right? My parents from Mexico, right? Their sports. Okay, my mom doesn't even care about sports, first of all. Um, so that's out the question. My father, uh, you know, just soccer heads. You know, football, football. You know what I mean? They don't. They don't know. Like we'd watch football, but they didn't really like, like introduce it to me. So like the way I ended up making my fanhood fandoms, I guess you could say, was just off of either the the color or if I played like some game back in the day. So kind of how the Jets. Uh, became my team was because I uh, I used to play this demo of a Madden game that I couldn't buy, so I just played the demo. It let you play one game, and the only two teams it let you have were the Colts and the Jets. <laughs> so I went with the Jets because they had Sanchez as a quarterback, and I was like, "Hey, that's a that's a Mexican. Let me go for the you know, woo right." Yeah, so that's yeah. kind of how that representation. You know, that's kind of exactly. So that's kind of how that one came about. Uh, the Mariners. Uh, I'm just a big fan of Ichiro. You know what I mean. Gotcha. Uh, Ichiro and Ken Griffey. I think those are just cool baseball players, right? And the Mariners is—it's just an ugly fish, you know what I mean? So, as <laughs> a point, so I figured that's cool too. And they finally broke their their playoff streak, which I'm hoping my they Jets did, will yeah. do this this coming season. And I really like uh, was it is it Luis uh, Cancino? I think is their pitcher, starting pitcher. Oh, um, no. hell hell of a slider I've seen on that guy, if I'm not mistaken. So. Hell of a slider. So I can't, you know, I like the Mariners. I do. Weird indeed. Weird indeed. Uh, Atlanta United, I just thought to be different because I know Atlanta <laughs> actually, because I know Atlanta for the most part, um, I've never been to an MLS game, but if I had to choose to go to one, I'd want the, the crowd to be packed out for the most part. And Atlanta, for whatever reason, <laughs> packs, uh, out look, that stadium. packs out that stadium, right? And you know what? If I'm going to be a fan of a, of a team, Shoot, I want I want the atmosphere, baby. You know what I mean? I get why Saints yeah. fans are Saints fans. You know, you go to the dome, it's kind of hard not to feel that infectious energy. You understand? So, I get it. That's kind of how I went about choosing that one. But I mean, the rest of them, Spurs, kind of self self explanatory. Yeah, yeah, San Antonio. Yeah, should definitely come to Austin FC game with me sometime T-T- down here. I would. I need to. I need to. Yeah, it's they're fun games to go to, man. I know, like a lot of viewers out there probably just groaned here hearing us talk about soccer, you know. But <laughs> I mean, they're, they're fun games to go to, and that's actually really fun to watch. Like if you have a team in a sport that you, even you don't really care about, I know, like 
people don't really care about soccer all too much. But when you have a team to root for, it makes it a lot better. And the only thing that really makes it that better is when you can bet on that team winning. <laughs> that makes it a lot more interesting. <laughs> That's why Actually, I'm all about sports gambling. I, I will never fault anybody. Hold up. The build up is real. It's, it really it's, is. It's fun, dude. It's fun. It's frustrating. It'll drive you crazy, but it's fun, you know, and I love it. Um, but yeah, yeah, like that's like, I, I thought I had some weird fandoms, but apparently not as weird as you, my friend. <laughs> well, I guess, uh, yeah. yeah. Just the, the, the ratings lie in the pudding. I don't know what that's a saying. I made that up. But yeah. You know what? Um, I'm going to quote you on that. That's the clip right there. I'm going to post on uh, <laughs> Set on the socials. <laughs> Is that what it's gonna be? The ratings. That's what's gonna be. That's okay. gonna be right there. Um, sure. But yeah, that's kind of how I chose my teams. What about you, buddy? I mean, you claim to have your obscure teams, which I mean they are. I mean, I'm not even gonna try to say the Penguins, but I mean, you go ahead and explain that for yourself. <laughs> I know the Saints story. I'm sure some of your friends also know the Saints story. Yeah, too. yeah. I mean, I could. I don't think I want to bore the listeners though, because they're who are here to t- uh, hear us talk about Texas Tech. But oh, I guess fair, I'll yeah. bore y'all just for a little bit. So I became a Texas. Uh, I want a Texas Tech fan. I became a Texas Tech fan because I watched them beat the shit out of UT in that one uh, back in 08. So um, they didn't beat the shit out of them. It was, ca- it was Crabtree catch. You know, that's that's kind of what sparked it but um and then i went to sex and graduate of course you know and i would say the way i became a saints fan was uh actually because of drew Brees. like i was uh like i was born and raised out here in austin i know a lot of y'all listeners out there hate austin but that's where i'm from you know it's unfortunate but um and drew Brees is from austin and they play for the saints and i was like oh you know i'm from there you know drew Brees plays for the saints i guess i'll be a saints fan and then i became one yeah representation you know representing the city uh, yes, so like I just became a Saints fan that way. Um, uh, uh, Spurs, pretty self-explanatory. You know, San Antonio. The closest. Close. Um, yeah, the close. And plus, they were good when I was growing up. Uh, I was gonna say like, like, they like are now. Houston, Houston, now. Houston, Houston <laughs> Dallas, San Antonio. Like, if yeah. you had to choose, I'm happy you chose the right one because the other two are you know, dumpster. <laughs> Mm, that's a better, better better than San Antonio right now, but um, right now, sure, yeah. but not like by a lot. You know, yeah. nah, I'm not even gonna get into it. This isn't a basketball and, podcast. Uh, <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> the uh, and Penguins because I actually watched the O, I believe it was the O eight Stanley Cup Finals when the Penguins and the Red Wings were playing, and the Red Wings were just dominating everybody. I mean, they were just blowing mm-hmm. through point. They're winning the series like four zero, four zero. I think they had one that was like 4-1 that they won uh, right before. Uh, Penguins took them seven games in that series, and they were like the massive underdogs in that in that series. Now, they lost that series. They would later go back the next year and beat the Red Wings in the uh, Stanley Cup uh, championship to win it. But they lost mm-hmm. the Stanley Cup finals uh, the year before, and I just ended up beating, you know, I, I like to root for an underdog. And I was like, yo, that's that's pretty cool the way they were able to take them seven, seven games. The only mm-hmm. time you do that uh, to, to the Red Wings. And the next year, they played Red Wings again in the Stanley Cup Finals and they beat them. And I was like, hell yeah. You know, so I kind of became a Penguins fan that way. So and then from there, so, yeah. And then ride just, with the you know, Penguins, bro. Yeah. Roll with the Penguins, still Pens fan. They just broke their, uh, they snapped their playoff streak that they had of 16 years this past season. But I'm, I'm still diehard. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Austin FC, pretty self-explanatory. I'm from Austin. They had a new team. So, yeah. It should have been San Antonio FC, but whatever. I digress. It's cool. I think you have uh, one. You have a soccer team in San Antonio. I mean, it's just it not MLS. Been, 
Exactly. That's what I'm trying to get at. That should have been us. I mean, in actuality, they should have put it inside Marcos. I feel like the Houston Dynamo all... should relocate to San Antonio. I really, I really wish I they would like have more in San Marcos, more sellout, bro. But you know, I, I know, there's more room in San Marcos. You could get everybody, everybody from Austin, San Antonio, Braunfels area to that to that section. It just makes too much sense. But they refuse to do it. Gosh, pay me, please. Call <laughs> me. I can manage. <laughs> no, uh, but... yeah, that's kind of how we became fans of our of our very obscure teams that you guess. Um, but uh, I that, will say I'm happy. I'm what happy. I didn't get, this would be a hell of a poll. Maybe this would be a poll I put up. Um, how many people actually chose their, their, their teams as opposed to being kind of forced into it by your family. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I guess that's interesting. Cause I always like to be different than my family. Like I grew up in house full mm-hmm. of UT fans. I root for Texas tech, you know? Yeah. I always like to be I mean, my family. My obviously, I live in Texas, and everybody goes for the Cowboys here, right? Yeah. So, like, it's funny in our friend group. It's just like nobody actually goes for the Cowboys except Nesto, who isn't Nesta, present. Yeah. So, I mean, he can't really defend them. Honestly, <laughs> I hope Michael Parson does go and becomes a DN, just so y'all don't have a good linebacker anymore. Please, please. I don't know if you saw that report. That's another off-topic oh, thing. But I mean, we're in, we're in Texas, so I, I figured y'all probably are cowboy fans some of y'all listeners yeah, cowboys yeah, texans fans you know yeah I'm sure. i feel that's probably the sure. split i could be wrong let us know guys know. comment on that could be a good poll too actually yeah actually. how many uh actually actually go for texas teams but regardless yeah sorry that was off topic but uh to tech sports though yeah <laughs> on uh on this week's episode uh, as we are officially beginning that was a long ass <laughs> intro um probably the longest one we've done See if we can get a while, probably, yeah. Holes uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> everywhere today, guys. So, yeah, absolutely. Bit of everywhere. Man. It's, it's, been, it's been a strange week, you know. Um, but on this episode, uh, once again, we got some high-quality conversations coming your way, uh, including but not limited to some Texas Tech baseball, some transfer portal news, recruiting news, and as you just heard, some NFL talk because the NFL draft was uh, held this past week. So we had a player get drafted, and we want to talk about it. So, Woo. all that's coming up in just a few. Before we get into all that, I want to remind you all to go follow our social media accounts. That is at Lone Raider Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're really trying to grow that Instagram, so please hit us up on Instagram. You guys can also stream us on Apple Pods, Spotify, Google Pod, Amazon Music, um, or you can check out other episodes on YouTube. I'm not sure if this one's going to be up on YouTube, but you can check out our previous episodes up on YouTube. Either way, I want to appreciate you all for supporting your local small-time Tech Tech Sports podcast that is brought to you by the fans that give a damn and who are powered by the South Plainsman. Be sure to check them out. That is at South Plainsman on both Twitter and Instagram. Speaking of the boys on uh, the South Plainsman himself, man, he came out with a uh, his predictions of who is going to win the Big 12. I actually kind of wanted to get your opinion on that. Uh, he, he came up with this... Um, he posted this a few weeks ago, and I um I liked it. Uh, do you have it pulled up, by the way? Let me pull it yeah. up. Actually, then go ahead and pull it up. And I kind of want to talk about his um about his predictions, and I I kind of do like it. Um, I think you know this does get me hyped up because uh, he, he does have Oklahoma winning the conference uh, with the eleven one overall record, eight and one conference record. You got Texas Tech at two with ten and two overall, seven and two conference record. Which I think, I think is doable. Now, as we get closer to football season, we're going to have more in-depth conversations about how we think this schedule is going to go, and you know all that you know coming coming up. Or uh, we've we've already had some schedule talk, but you know, kind of as, as we get closer on, we'll we'll see like what the teams really made of. 
And I think that could be the ceiling for us. Is definitely 10 wins, and I'd love to see it. Uh, Texas in third, 9-3, conference record. Kansas State, 4, 9-3, conference record. Oklahoma State in, in fifth. TCU, six. BYU, seven. UCF, eight. Baylor, nine. Iowa State, 10. West Virginia, 11. Cincinnati, 12. Kansas, uh, Kansas 12. Tied at 12, I guess. And then um, Houston at 14. So... Um, some some of the spots I do kind of disagree with. I don't think Houston's going to be that bad next year. I think they definitely have a tough schedule, but they'll they'll, they'll squeak out more than three games. Plus, they had a pretty good quarterback in the midst too, and Dom Smith transferring over. We know all about him. We'll see him up here in Lubbock. It was funny. He's probably the one transfer that Texas Tech is going to play this year that I actually have no beef with. Like I, I <laughs> actually kind of like I, I like the I like Dom Smith. I have no beef with him. You know, he transferred. Donnie, Donnie because, Smith was that dude, bro. Yeah, he was that Donnie. guy, and he transferred out there just simply for playing time. And he's he's most likely going to be the starter this year. I have a hard time thinking of who's going to beat him out. Uh, then again, I haven't looked at Houston's roster. But, yeah, I have a hard time thinking Houston's going to be 3-9. and nine. Kansas, I think, will be a lot better. Uh, well, I think they'll be better than 3-9. and nine. I think they're really kind of found their stride. They got Jalen Daniels coming back. Cincinnati at 4-8. and eight. I can kind of see that. I guess going upwards from here. Um, I'd say like four through, hell, I'd say nine, I think are spot on, actually. You, I mean, maybe like I can see a couple of those flip-flopping, but not by much. You know, I, I think that's pretty solid. I would love to see Texas Tech be in second place and play in the Big 12 championship game. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, And I do think Oklahoma does have a bounce back year this year. I, I don't think they're going to have another six and seven year, uh, which is a year they needed, by the way. They got way too spoiled. They needed to have a year like that. But I, I do think they bounce back. They've gotten a lot of uh, really good recruits and uh, uh, via the transfer portal and just, you know, of course, signing. They always sign, you know, they always have top 10 signing class. So they, they'll, they'll get that figured out. Uh, Texas at nine and three. It's kind of an interesting one. I can see it, but like that's the absolute ceiling, I think, for Texas. You think for a Texas team, for a UT team, the ceiling is that? Yeah, I think I think that's the ceiling. As much as I think ten and two is the absolute ceiling for Texas Tech. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, but yeah, I mean, I I like it. I can definitely see that happening. Kansas and Houston, that's at the very bottom. That's very arguable. I don't like it. If anybody, I'd probably put West Virginia or Iowa State down there. Uh, until they kind of prove me otherwise. But yeah, I think four through nine that he has here, pretty solid. Kansas State, Oklahoma State, TCU, BYU, UCF, and Baylor, four through nine. So, you know, I, I can see that. You know, I like, like I said, we'll, we'll, this will all play out, and time will be the ultimate, you know, uh, thing that determines the, uh, the, the way the conference shakes out and the conference rankings. But, you know, we'll see. Any other thoughts on that one, buddy? Uh, I'm going to cut you off, but I still can't find it. Was it on his Twitter? Yeah, it was on his, he shared it on Twitter. I also sent you, sent it to you in Snapchat. You sent, oh, you did? Okay, let me. Yes, I did. In the group chat, different. buddy. Look at us, man. Bumbling on air. Look at us. Bumbling on air. <laughs> I couldn't find it, lad. I was I was going off of your own opinion, to be honest with you. And I didn't think it was all that bad. I mean, there's still time, obviously. Was that what the sending the bowl? What is it you sending the other one? Here, I'll send it to you. You send it in the other one. I'll, I'll just sure. send it to you right now. 
I remember I remember seeing it. There it is. Big 12 prediction. Yes. Okay. At Oklahoma, Texas Tech, I find it. Cool, cool, cool. Yes. Uh, going about <laughs> it finally, right? 12 minutes too late. I mean, to be honest with you, it is a way too early Big 12 prediction. I do like where they have us. I mean – well, this is his opinion. Like, if there was it's, not, it's not, you know, like by a group of people. This is just him. But uh yeah, yeah, yeah. he does help power our podcast. So, you know, I wanted to kind of I don't I don't mean I don't like it. I don't I, don't, I, I don't like it. I think it's super optimistic, but I like it. <laughs> it's it's gonna be a weird year in the Big Twelve because Texas has lost some good offensive weapons this year, right? Yep. Bijan is a hell of a stud. That's that's Come on, it's kind of hard to replace that. And he, no, kind of, I mean, we, uh, you know, caused the fumble in the, on that yard line, whatever, and won the game, just saying. But, I mean, that's a lot of uh, star power in the backfield. So, I, I don't know if Texas will finish that high. I honestly think Texas, Oklahoma will have another down year. Um, between the teams, I think Oklahoma does better this year just because they don't play us and they play, <laughs> you know, other teams. Um, Texas probably wants revenge on us this year, so it wouldn't surprise me if we lose that game. I'm, I hate to say it, that'll probably be one of the losses. And that's actually what some of the – I think ESPN actually has us as our ceiling being one of the games we lose to is actually to a UT Longhorn, right? So Yeah, I like I that we won't, we won't find out – well, because typically in the couple years previous, you know, we found out mm-hmm. that we played – UT early on, they were like the first conference game that we had on schedule. So we didn't really know like how good they were the last couple of seasons when we played them. We played them at the True. end of the year this year. So we'll know how good they are at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. If they are legit or if they're kind of just, you know, average or if they're even mediocre, like even below mediocre. So we'll see like how good they are at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The the some of the disagreements I have, I don't know if Houston will be that bad this year, kind of like how you said. Um, I could see them being the worst of the bunch, but not a three and eight. I feel like Houston will win four games this this season, right? I, I don't think, think so. one of them will be against us, but I think they will win four games, right? Um, I don't think uh, I don't think uh, TCU will be that high. I mean, they lost Max Duggins, right? He went off. He got drafted and either USFL and Johnston and, Kendrick, and yeah, so alignment. yeah, they lost. They lost so many things. But I mean, what makes up what makes your team good and at least viable in college is a is a QB, right? If your QB can run your offense, then it, it's easy to find playmakers in college. Let's just let's just say that, right? I, I think it's not the most difficult thing to ask a guy to run a bubble. I mean, Texas Tech did it for how many years under Wells? Like <laughs> two and a half, really, but three. Yeah, how many mm-hmm. exactly? So, I mean, it's not hard to give that. that Why bring up bad somebody, memories, you know? dude? Look, man, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Re- regardless of it, I don't think TCU will be that high. I think they'll have a struggle. Uh, not a struggle year, kind of just a mediocre, right? I I think personally, they win seven games this season at best. It really kind of shakes out on, um, on how well their the next QB does. But uh, experiences kind of key in the big 12 um because it's offensive driven man if you can't put points on the on the board in the big 12 you're probably gonna lose <laughs> you know so yeah i mean that's pretty much all that simple yeah pretty yeah. simple defense is kind of an afterthought but we do pay attention to it and defenders do come out of our school just saying <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah yeah like one we're going to talk, <laughs> like, well, talk about here a little bit but that's probably just some of the things that uh, i would disagree with there's probably tcu being a little too high houston being a little too low kansas west virginia i think 
um, are right where about they should right, be. Cincinnati, yeah. Cincinnati. I don't really know what to to feel about them. They kind of haven't done well against top rate opponents. Anytime they've been scheduled with them, they've kind of skated by. Um, those are ranked opponents, obviously, but I mean, I feel like uh, the the Big Twelve it could just be such a, a gauntlet just because of how much pride there is in each school. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. you're so, going into a lot of hostile environments too in the Big Twelve, and uh, so you know, there's always the momentum to go with it. Um, I think Iowa State will finish higher than TCU. They still have Matt Campbell. I love that dude as a head coach. The <laughs> TCU head coach is a good head coach too, but. I think um, you just oh, added sunny. a little more experience. Oh, Sonny, yes. But, uh, yeah, Sonny Dykes, yeah. But um, Iowa State, I think, will finish a little higher. Central Florida, Baylor, I think, are right around there. So I just have a couple flops. A couple yeah, I mean, flops here, I you think know? it's good, though. I, I think it's a good list. You know, it gets me hyped. I don't think, I don't think it's a bad list. I, I would say that the, the leaders for the Big 12 this year, actually, instead of it being Kansas State, I know they had a hell of a year this past year, but I don't know if they can – keep that ball rolling i would actually have one through five be pretty much correct and i would switch four with byu just because the mormons just have nothing better to do <laughs> than to read a bible and practice football it seems so That's no offense right to my there. mormons but <laughs> <laughs> no offense to my mormons but i feel like it's kind of it's kind of the only thing over there in utah right so are they in utah i think they're in utah i'm pretty they're sure in they're utah, in utah yes right? they're in utah so sure, right get your geography you know? I'm sorry, Zach Wilson. I've been hurt. I've been hurt before. I don't really <laughs> <laughs> like. Just you know, so. He ruined the entire school for you. He really did. He really <laughs> did. Uh, but yeah, speaking of uh, NFL, uh, NFL players, we had one of our own that got drafted this past week on Thursday. He was the only Texas Tech player that would get drafted in this draft, and that was the man Tyree Wilson going seven overall to the. Las Vegas Raiders. That still kind of rolls off the tongue a little weird. The Las Vegas Raiders. I know it's been a couple of years, but still, man. Like I'm, I'm still trying to get used to the Los Angeles Chargers. You know, you know. But yeah, I'm I don't know. Just strange. <laughs> that was probably the worst. Bit strange, but seen. yeah. What do you think of it, man? The boys staying a Raider. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, actually. Goes to the to the Cali, sunny, sunny, not even Cali anymore. That it's look, I'm already messing Nevada. up. It's Las Vegas. It's going to the hot heat in Nevada. Just gamble wisely, lad. That's all I gotta say. Gamble wisely. You know, I don't know how the taxes out there. You know, but um, uh, I hope they're not that high for you. I know some other states have high taxes. Oh, I just say that just because you know you're gonna be making some money and you're probably in the worst city for that oh yeah like, you could easily <laughs> yeah. blow it you know you could easily yeah. blow it but i mean so he, he seems like a pretty he, he has good head on shoulder, shoulder man, man. He, yeah, he has sure. really he's pretty straightforward i don't think he's the type of dude just, i could see blowing a million dollars at i'm not i'm not a raiders fan obviously i have uh relatives in california who are raiders fans right they're more raiders fans than any of the other two that are there because like it, I'm not even gonna get into it. Those are some of the worst moves to LA. That's all I gotta say. Regardless, um, the the Raiders though, I, it's gonna be exciting to see Tyree Wilson. I I could see him uh, performing a seven sack season. Maybe he could even break double digits. He does have uh, Max Crosby. Yeah, he has Max yeah. Crosby on the other side. Man, that's a guy that averages at least ten the past 
two, three seasons now, yeah, yeah. 10 sacks. So a lot of the pressure will be on Max. Tyree Wilson has a hell of a motor, and I like his hand placement and his pass rushing moves. So I, the sky's the limit for the kid. Like he can, he, I, I really think he'll get seven sacks on the season. He could break double digits. It wouldn't surprise me. I wish he would have broke the, you know, Texas Tech record for it, double digits. Um, that would have been cool, but it didn't happen. Uh, it would have been nice to get a double digit sack out of him. But what we got was pretty, pretty awesome. I mean, he came came through for us a lot of time. So I'm sure from one Raider to the next Raider, yeah, they're going to appreciate the kid. I mean, he's got to see uh, be, another Raider, Patrick Mahomes, twice a year. Yeah, um, that is true. So he's uh, very excited about sacking and made the very smart move to, you know, kind of avoid the next question. He's like, hey, who are, who are you most excited about sacking? He's like, oh, it's got to be Patrick Mahomes, right? He's like, you got anything you want to say to him? He's like, no. <laughs> I was like, that's a smart move, my friend. Heck yeah, don't poke move. the bear. Don't poke yeah, the bear. Don't, don't, don't do that, man. Just because you're sharing alumni, don't, don't mean nothing, man. <laughs> this ain't college exactly, no more, buddy. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I'm super, super thrilled for Tyree Wilson, man. Um, you know, he's not a he's not a pass rush specialist. He can get after the quarterback. Doesn't have very many moves in his arsenal, but you can coach that. You know, you can coach him, um, say the hand placement wasn't phenomenal with his hands, but once again, you can coach that. You know, if these are the best coaches in football, as they claim to be in the NFL, yeah, that's an easy thing to coach. But he plays so well against the run, dude. I mean, he, we, yeah, we he saw does. that. I mean, he plays so well against the run, which in, in kind of in turn kind of makes up for his, um, you know, somewhat lacking in the, in the pass rushing department. But, you know, but the kid has, I like him, man. He has and, all the size. Yeah, and, the and he's got a veteran too, right? to learn from, and Max Crosby, who was you know small school guy drafted in I think the fifth round, uh, but and he's been he's now a premier defensive end in the league, and so I think you're on a pretty pretty solid team for that. And plus, I mean, this is a big need for the Raiders. The Raiders need to get better at defense, man. They have had you know some of the worst defenses in NFL history, and that's coming from like a Saints fan who watched literally the two worst defenses in NFL history in back to back years. Um, yeah, you don't want to know about shitty 15. defense. Jonah got you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, I was a Tech fan, too, for those uh, 14, 15, 16 seasons. That's <laughs> um, awesome, man. Oh, yeah. Can like I didn't, I didn't even know what defense was till 2018, dude. <laughs> 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 I never even seen it. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled for the boy. I was actually kind of surprised that – uh, another guy, Weston Wright. I'm surprised he wasn't drafted. I'm surprised that uh, I saw that Sarodic Thompson did get picked up by the Saints as an undrafted free agent, which is going to be a very, cool. um, very interesting backfield. Uh, Alvin Kamara who? <laughs> Alvin Kamara who? Hey, brother, 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 brother. Hey, look, you, you, hear, me, hear me out. Hold on. What does Sarodic have behind? What, what does Sarodic have on the top of his head? And what comes uh, out when he's wearing his helmet? What is that? Jonah, you want to yeah, what me? does Alvin also have? Yeah, but Alvin's old. <laughs> well, but you're right. Well, I, Alvin does have it. Yeah, yeah, but hear me out. But One dreads, second. yes. Dreads, exactly. If you have dreads and you play football, you're cold. That's, um, yes, I just, and that is a, I, I wholeheartedly believe theory, that. Man. It's true. Sarajic's going to do well with the same thing. Yeah, he, he is cold, man. We, we, we definitely saw him for a while at Texas Tech. And I was sad. Then, I was sad the Krishan thing get drafted. Uh, did he get picked up? Yeah, though? I was kind of you know a little... I don't know who I don't know if he got picked up. Um, Krishan Merrill, yeah, I was kind of surprised he got yeah. drafted as well. Um, and same goes for um, uh, who who am I thinking? We didn't have very many guys leave or into the draft this year, but um, mm. who, who's the other guy? I'm, I'm not thinking of right now. Dang, you know we'll, we'll have to. Uh, oh, a one um, report. I know. Uh, <laughs> I believe Adrian Fry 
got picked up by the Jets. I want to say, oh no, Muddy Waters got picked up by the Jets. Yes, that's who I was thinking of. He got picked up by the Jets actually. Uh, as, as an up Muddy Waters, eh? Yeah, hey. yeah Muddy Waters, man. Um, yeah, but you know, I would love to have seen another tech player drafted somewhere in there. I feel like you've, I feel like you know, Muddy was probably worth a seventh round pick. Like, hey, why not? You know, apparently <laughs> to the any, anybody in rounds, the kicker's I'm, worth a fourth pick, a fourth round pick, right? So. If if that's a, if that's where you've struggled at for a long time, like they have, hey, get one that's right there, man. Um, I guess, man. But a fourth rounder for a kicker. Yeah, and I always feel a like third rounder for a kicker. I always feel like fifth to seventh round, it's kind of a gamble. You know, like first to the fourth round, you know what you're getting in those players. You like, you know, you have quality grades on them. You feel like they're going to contribute right away. Fifth through seventh is kind of a gamble. You know, That's special and, uh, teams, and it's um and the ones who do succeed are the ones who probably actually had fourth or fifth round grades on or or a third or fourth round grades on them. Like the receiver the Saints picked up, A.T. Perry, A.T. What's his name? A.T. <laughs> Terry, I believe that's his name. Um, yeah, he uh he was an all conference wide receiver at uh, all ACC wide receiver at Wake Forest, and you know, he ends up getting picked in the sixth round. Yeah, you know, he drops the sixth round. He's projected to go, I think, in the fourth and then get a fourth round grade on him. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, and I I feel like that was a steal for us, getting him where we got him. Absolute steal. And uh, glad that we did. Gotta say, I'm very, very <laughs> glad that we did. Because uh, I think he's going to be a... Um, and let, let me see this. A.T. Perry. There we go. A.T. Perry. You got it. There you go, champ. Got it. Four times, times a charm, charm man. Four times, Four times a charm. charm. I can't count. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I was very happy we got him where we did. We got another Fresno State quarterback in that room. Uh, drafted Jake Hayner in the fourth round. Uh, we got two Fresno State quarterbacks on the roster. Uh, Dang. Um, think that was a Derek Carr pick? He said, "Go hook him up." No, dog. no, no. I, I don't think it was at all. <laughs> I think I mean he he'll he'll be a career backup. You know, I'm I'm fine with him being a quality. Hey man, backup. you never know. In my head, that, that he could be a starter one day. You never know. Oh look, Brock Purdy's don't grow on trees. Okay. <laughs> look, man, you're not wrong about that. Yeah, rock parties don't grow on trees, man. Plus, he's in a phenomenal system there in San Francisco. So, you know, let's not forget that. Uh, but yeah, I would say, like, as far as like my team goes and whether we drafted, um, I was very pleased with it. Like, I really liked uh, what we did. Uh, got Brian Brzee, uh, Isaiah Foskey in the second round, uh, Keandre Miller, uh, Kendra Miller, uh, from TCU, that running back. Yeah, I mean, we we, we know him, <laughs> we know him. Um, yep. yeah. And then, I mean, I, I was really happy with the, with what we did here and I was kind of a, there was one p- point in the draft and it was the beginning of the fourth round. So we traded up for the first pick in the fourth round and we selected a Nick Saldaveri, an offensive lineman out of old dominion. And I'm thinking like, mm-hmm. that was a reach. Like you could have waited till one fifteen to get him. You did not need to trade up to the first pick of the fourth round to get him. And then know, man. little, well, old- actually little did I know like what would happen right after that. So right after that, you had two defensive backs that were drafted, right? And then you had five of the next seven were offensive linemen that were taken. So he yeah. probably would have landed somewhere in there that somebody else could have got yep. him. And so you actually trading up to get him and you really liked him was probably the right move. He's a big dude, 6'6", 320 pounds. Uh, he, could play guard, he could play tackle, uh, very versatile offensive lineman. Yeah, I thought he was a solid fourth-round pick, actually. So Heck yeah, man. Yeah, I was very happy with the draft uh, that the Saints had. What about you, buddy? What about your team? Uh, yeah, I kept up with it. I know people will kind of bash this for our first round pick, but to be honest with you, that guy, I mean, first of all, we saw him play at Iowa State from a Texas Tech perspective, and that guy was like yeah. everywhere all the time, right? 
So I'm super happy with the pick. Will McDonald's a stud. This man led. It, it has the. I think he has the college record for for Iowa State now for the most amount of sacks at Iowa State history program history. And he did that as a D tackle, Jonah. As a D tackle at 240. A D He played a lot of five technique for the Iowa State at least this past season. He for, he for sure did. At a D tackle, he was leading his team in sacks. I can't wait to see this Isn't guy come like off a the edge. Guaranteed edge rusher, though. Like he, he's like an edge rusher, like outside yeah, linebacker. A, edge yeah, but he type played. Guy. He played D tackle at Iowa State because there's no defense in the Big Twelve, and you put your best <laughs> players anywhere you can put them. Right in the Big Twelve, they played a three three five over that Iowa State, and he was the five yeah, that's right, that's D tackle right, yeah. right over the nose. <laughs> or right over the right. He did over not the play center, over. Right he did not he, play over the nose. He played no, he tackle, not. bro. I'm telling. No, he did not. I guarantee you. you that back, he did not. Go back and watch the film. I probably. You know what? I just might. I just might because I know there's probably some they put, people in their car screaming at us right now. So. They put they they put him everywhere on that line, but he played a lot of five technique and was still getting sacks, being 50, 60 pounds underweight than the next the the, the next lineman. I mean, he was two fifty in college and actually dropped weight to to show his explosiveness. So I'm. I was excited about that pick. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, Justin Need too. Yeah, he jumped over a car. I don't know if anyone saw that. Uh, <laughs> it had Twitter going. Apparently, I don't know. I don't really watch Twitter like, like that. But I did see the video. Jumped over a, a, a Buick. No, something like that. Something high like that. Just you know how you could dukes a hazard over the 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 car, the, <laughs> the front of the car. They yeah. pretty much did that, but on the top of the car. So yeah, that was crazy to watch. Yeah. So I'm happy with that. The rest of the picks, ah, it doesn't matter because we got Aaron Rodgers. I feel, to be honest with you, not even gonna lie. I'm happy about the O line we did pick up because we did need an O line as well. Joe Tidman is a cool, cool guy, but yeah. So yeah, I was a, uh, I was pretty happy about it all, all together, man. We so I wanted some... to ask you about the Aaron Rodgers actually. <laughs> the Aaron Rodgers finally happened, sure. by the way. Finally did, finally did. I called it. I told you. A, are you getting an Aaron Rodgers Jess jersey? Ah, uh, probably not. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? I don't know. I haven't decided, man. Uh, on my next jersey, I only have one Jets jersey, and that's my Sanchez one. On my Sanchez. Sanchez, yeah, Sanchez, Sanchez. baby. It's the, it's the only one I have. The only one I have. I know I need to at some point get a Revis one. Should probably get, uh, yeah, probably get a Revis one. Should probably get a Curtis Martin one. To be honest with you, maybe a Nick Mangold. I love Nick Mangold. Yeah, I feel I like the offensive linemen don't get too much love, man. I was thinking about getting they a don't. Ryan Ramchick jersey. They don't. Yeah. They don't get they, no love, man. They really Mangold, that's a cool guy. That. Yeah. That's a cool guy. Still has a hell of love for the organization. Funny enough, fun fact, his sister is a power uh, Olympic powerlifter. Nice. <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah. So uh, the athleticism runs in that family. So. <laughs> well, you know yeah, it does, so, man. Kind of has to. Kind of has to, right? So. Yeah, there's. Uh, I don't know if I get an Aaron Rodgers jersey. I mean, if he gets me a Super Bowl, I kind of have to, right? At that <laughs> point, no, no way. I mean, taking this to the playoffs—that's an incredible feat to do as a Jets quarterback. Um, so that's that's something we haven't done since I was like 12, which is sad to say. Yeah, it's only um, then if he gets you guys to the Super Bowl, <laughs> then he's the goat. Like Tom, I kind of have to, you know, like- Tom. Who? <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, he'd be solidified into into football mania forever, bro. Aaron Rodgers yeah. winning a Super Bowl for the Jets. The Jets? What the heck? The Jets, right? The yeah. Jets? It still freaks me out that he's even a part of our team. Like, I don't feel like this is real. If there was ever a moment where somebody asked me, hey, do you believe we're living in the Matrix? This is the closest I think I've I mean, maybe, seen. right? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> you know? but This might just be a little glitch. We don't know. I don't know, man. So, yeah. Like, what is the universe, though, right? What is the like? Universe? What is it, dude? We don't even know, man. 
like it's just stars or is it empty space or better yet is it empty space with stars stars bro oh. Come on. <laughs> you, you got it Jonah. Uh, we just cracked uh, it here man. dude we're on this podcast Mm-hmm. Eating candy yeah, and everything. Just, eating candy, <laughs> licking his fingers. Ooh, jolly good time. <laughs> but right. yeah, nah. Good times, good times. Excited for the draft. I'm excited for the upcoming season for sure. So, uh, so should we uh, jump right into Tech Tech Baseball? Tech ba- Oh, I don't really want to. Considering, yeah, I don't want to either. Right but now. I think like, oh, we got to. <laughs> I guess I get. We put it off long enough, right? We just can buy yeah. it. But I guess. I mean, yeah. All, All right, right go ahead. Too much. Let's yeah. you know, show them what they're really here to, here for. Um, <laughs> thanks, so, thanks for it. so um, yeah, Texas Tech single handedly over the weekend goes from potentially a host team. You know, still have hosting um, implications. Uh, to you know, hosting a regional, probably being a a, a higher seed, maybe like a you know, 15, 16 seed hosting, but hey, you know, you're still hosting to over oh, this weekend going from that to uh, being on the bubble essentially, yeah, pretty because, much. Um, you know, this uh, this past week against Kansas State up there in Manhattan, once again, the road struggles rear their ugly head. I feel like that was the hump we had gotten past when we beat Stanford uh, out there in Palo Alto and then we took the series against Oklahoma on the and road then, and then it just mm-hmm. stuck the head once again and we dropped the series against Kansas State. Now I do want to mind that Kansas State is actually quite a good team. They are I believe I think they're second in the uh, Big 12 uh standings right now. Let me And we're sitting right at quick. number 5 now with all things we're that sitting, have happened. Uh, yeah, we're sitting like right in uh, in right the, in the middle of the pack here. Yeah, we're in the middle of the road now. Weird to say under the Tadlock era, right? But whatever. Yeah, I mean, and, I you know, that's that's just what Tadlock I, has done since he's taken over. You take a team to Omaha four times, like yeah, you got some expectations on it. So yeah, Texas Tech is currently now, huh? sitting. Um, yes, Texas is currently sitting fifth in the um, in the Big Twelve Conference right now as we speak. Uh, sorry. Did you happen to catch the starting pitcher on Sunday at all? Yes, I did. I did catch because I've I've been keeping up with it a little bit. I kept up. I was out of town this weekend, so I didn't get to watch. But I mean, that's kind of been our struggle, right? We can't really get a. We don't really know who that day three is. You know what I mean? We kind of have our day one and two already. I mean, we've kind of been. I feel like really figured that out. I was going to get to that in just a minute. Uh, but yeah, currently Texas Tech sitting at fifth place in the Big Twelve at nine and nine. Kansas State in third at eleven and seven. They're tied with Oklahoma State for uh, actually tied for second. Oklahoma State, West Virginia leading the pack. Man, we actually get them next weekend um, out, out there. Talk about a do or die so, uh, series. Got to go on man. the road to play them. Uh, do or die oh, series on this. That, one, that, that's a do or die right there. I will say because <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, this could be a year. In conference, I was listening to Dinger Derby podcast, and mm-hmm. um, which, by the way, really great baseball podcast. If you're not listening to them, what the hell are you doing, guys? Shout you even take baseball fan if you're not listening to them. Um, but I was listening to them, and they're going like, you know, this could be a year where even if you win the Big Twelve, you that you might not host, you might not have a team that hosts mm-hmm. a regional, which is crazy to think. Like you win a major conference, and yet you're not a host. You're not a host team. You're not, you're not a 16 seed at least, right? You know, but that could very much well likely here because we kind of cannibalized each other this year. Like nobody's running away with this conference. Nope. You know, that like they're Western's leading with eleven wins. We're sit, we're at fifth place with nine. You know, like nobody's running away with this conference right now. Um, it's just a matter of uh, RPI. RPI definitely plays a factor into that. I don't know where Texas Tech ranks in RPI right now, but I'm assuming it's 
pretty um pretty low. Hmm. Let me just look that up right quick, you guys. Um, yeah, let me just look. Yeah, as Jonah's up. looking that up. Yeah, yeah it kind of is on the fly. <laughs> it sucks to it sucks that we're in the position that we are because even if we like you know do what we got to do to finish out the season, like we're still going to be most likely on the road, which has kind of been our struggle this yeah, entire season. Yeah, we're still going to have to go to a regional <laughs> on the road. We're not going to host at all because that's just not what we do. So that's amazing, right? So, so, but hey, man, maybe you could just, you know, add a little a little spice to the Tadlock legacy, you know, to his uh, career here. Make us, you know, <laughs> even on a down year on the road, like we're still, you know, producing. I'm hoping that's, you know, what happens for us, but geez, man. And yeah, it's uh. This has not been fun. It sucks because it's kind of the first season I've kept up with Tech Baseball and we're doing just okay. <laughs> but we still have a chance. Not the greatest chance, but we still have a chance yeah, for we, some we action, got, you know? We got but, a chance, yeah. I mean, we, we're we on the – I would say we're on the bubble looking into the tournament. I still think this team is very much capable of making the tournament. Um but as far as you know, being a host team, I think that kind of went out the door this weekend. So we're currently sitting yeah. at 61 in the RPI. That's not good. That's what get you in. You, you need to Gosh. be kind of upper. Just to host, you need to be like kind of towards 30. But to just, just to make the tournament, you kind of need to be towards you know 40 for Texas Tech. You need to be like towards that because that is a very important metric to voters. And you know they, they've made that very obvious over the last several years of college baseball. That's a very, very important metric for them um you know we, we went into this series as the number 14th ranked team in the country and we left it being unranked now i think part of that is due to the abilene christian game we had on tuesday the one that got rained out uh which by mm-hmm. the way text like baseball uh the twitter account um the media accounts they have stated that they are rescheduling that game for may 9th that game will take place at 4 p.m uh which is also it's going to be a not just a doubleheader, but like just a continuation of what the uh, Tuesday game was because they had to cancel that due to the thunderstorms the weather. rolling through mm-hmm. Abilene. And um, they're going to continue that game in the fourth inning that it was. And Texas Tech was down 6-0 to zero against Abilene Christian. Now, awesome. that doesn't look good heading into a weekend <laughs> against, uh, against Kansas State. And then even though that game didn't necessarily count... You know, I think I think it's the optics for the voters. Um, at it least still that's what they were saying. I, I think it's I, I think it really is just the way it looks doesn't look good for Texas. Like, even how, though that game didn't count. How, how important is the eye going, test? Like, yeah, you know, I, I don't know because Texas could have easily come back and win that game. I've seen them come back and you know from being down eleven to zero against UTRGV and rattle off nineteen runs unanswered. So I've seen that before. <laughs> you know, so. Uh, it, it very well could have been possible, but um, kind of talking about uh, the, the the series itself. So I'm gonna go with the Friday series. Very um, very non-offensive first game, first game for Texas. Tech. Texas Tech drops the uh, series opener to Kansas State three to two, which was a uh, very very lackluster on the plate. Not a ton of hits. Uh, you had Kevin Bazell led it with uh, three hits with four at bats, one RBI. Um, you know Gavin Cash, who's kind of gotten a little cold recently, he had one hit with three appearances and one RBI. Uh, was walked one time, struck out once. Uh, Nolan Hester with a uh, one hit and one run scored. And that's kind of it. Dylan Maxey had a had a hit in that game, and was walked once. That's that's really about it from as far as uh, 
you know, hitting goes. Uh, pitch Tough, on the mound, you know. Yeah, yeah I was say, what did we give up? Yeah, Mason Molina was just solid on the mound. He had six innings pitched, gave up six hits, just one earned run, though. Zero walks, six strikeouts, did one Ooh. wild pitch. He threw 99 total pitches in this game. You know, he, he had himself would, a day on the mound. He only had some, one run. Would some say that he was uh, dealing a bit? Oh, he was dealing, man. Say? Absolutely. <laughs> he, without a doubt, my friend. Mason Molina, man. And then comes back, in... <laughs> And then comes in uh, Ryan Free, who has traditionally been a very solid uh, relief pitcher out of the bullpen. He he had just a a terrible weekend, man. Overall, like this was just the start of it. He pitched one inning, gave up three hits and two earned runs, uh, which included giving up that home run to. And that's the I game. want to say, uh, who 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 to give up a home run to? Um, a Pena, kid Pena. Um, yeah, he gave up a hit and then they had a runner get on base and then gave up a, just, uh, just a bomb out to, um, I think it was to right field. Yeah. It was, it was just, a you know, atrocious, especially with how great Mason Molina pitched that day, only allowing one run. Now, Texas tech, I'm not, I'm not going to put it this loss on Ryan free. That's just too unfair. Baseball is a team sport and your bats were just cold tonight. They, they were just cold in that game. And so you you were really hoping for a little bit more cushion for Ryan Free. You know, if you were up, I don't know, let's say four to one, and you give up that, you know, you're still at four to three, you know. But uh, yeah, Ryan Free only gets one inning, three hits, two earned runs, and only twenty three pitches in that one inning. And then came uh, Ethan Coombs, kind of closed the night out. Um, he had a pretty much full zeros across the board, one strikeout, only twelve total pitches as well in that game. And Ryan Free was credited with the loss in that game, but. Uh, yeah, that's just that's just how baseball goes sometimes, you know. Yeah, it, it was it was a real pitcher's duel for the majority of the game. They had a fantastic outing, and um, you know, just you know, just it, it just wasn't your night. It really just wasn't. And um, you know, how many uh, how sucks. many pitches did they uh, end up going through in their bullpen? Do you know? Okay, so they they had three pitchers. Yeah, yeah they so had three had, pitchers. Uh, so just three v three the entire night, huh? Wow, yeah, we just they, got uh, Ty Rule, who was just solid out of the bullpen. Their uh, uh, starting pitcher Borma, uh, who had six innings pitched, uh, gave up two earned runs, uh, six hits, seven strikeouts. He was dealing too. He had 110 pitches on the night, so yeah, he was he was dealing too. And then mm-hmm. um, the closer neighbors, and this he had his eighth save on the year, by the way. Mm. Uh, he was the pitcher that just always kept, like he would throw so hard and so fast. And I mean, these pitchers are coming out 98, 99 miles an hour. Uh, but every time he loses hat, I don't know what it was, but that annoyed me. That, that really annoyed <laughs> me. He kept on losing his hat. I'm like, what? A lot doing, of force, man. man. Like he's generating that, you know, that velocity from his head, Jonah. Yeah, don't I, you I don't know, know why that that's, that, that bothers What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, Ryan Free gives up two runs in the seventh inning, and then oh, all of a sudden you have, you know, two more appearances, and on a night where runs have been at a premium. Uh, you got two in the fifth. You know, runs were just at a premium in this game. Now it's like, okay, you got two more chances to at least tie it or take the lead. And didn't do either one. So, uh, yeah, you end up dropping that game. Uh, next, on Saturday, though, much better, much better uh, uh, hey, overall we got the outcome. You know, uh, the bats <laughs> were a little bit more awake. Texas Tech gets the win on Saturday, 5-2 uh, to two over Kansas State, uh, with um, you know, a home run by Tracer Lopez, really end up being the, um, 
the here in that game had a two run bomb back when it was a a three to two ball game really kind of extended Texas Tech's lead in that one. But yeah, you had some really good um really good uh, appearances. Zach Vuletic uh, had uh, two hits, one run scored. Um, I'm just going. I'm just going down the line right here. Hudson White, pretty pretty decent day on the uh, at the plate. One hit, one run scored, one RBI. Um, you know, Nolan Hester with a hit and a walk. And then you had a uh, Tracy Lopez, as I just as I just mentioned, two hits, one run scored, and three RBIs. Yeah, it was it, it was pretty pretty solid day. Um, on the mound, you had Trenton Parrish, who got his third win of the year. He threw five innings, gave up four hits, uh, no earned runs throughout mm. his time on the mound. Uh, had nine strikeouts. I mean, he was dueling, man. This dude was dishing out ninety nine total pitches. Yeah, having himself a day. Um, Brandon Beckel came in relief, you know, a solid relief pitcher as well. Didn't have a, you know, wonderful day on the mound. He got two innings, gave four walks, but he had three strikeouts, you know, nothing, nothing great, but, uh, you know, I mean, you definitely want to see a, a better outing from one of your best relief pitchers and Brandon Beckel. And then Kyle Robinson came to close it out, got a second save on the year, pitched two innings, gave up, uh, just two hits, no earned runs. Uh, do give up a walk and he had two strikeouts on 48 total pitches. So, you know, really solid day. Um, overall, really liked uh, their their uh, effort they gave in day two. Didn't get discouraged after that loss. Really got fired up, and you know, you're hoping that would carry on throughout the weekend, but it unfortunately did not. As we go to game three, a lot of Ooh. offense in this game, though. Uh, that that was kind of <laughs> surprising to me. And uh, Texas Tech, you know, you got down early, but you came back and you really rallied. I mean, hell, in the fourth inning, uh, so you went down two runs to zero in the second. You you get a run in the third, and then the fourth, in top of the fourth inning, you get four runs. So you're up five to two at this point. And then the bottom of the fourth, you give up two more runs, and <laughs> you know you're down. You know, you're up five to four. All of a sudden, it's a close game. You're one hit away from you know blowing this thing wide open, and then. In the top of the seventh, you get three more runs. You know, you you're up eight to eight to four at that point, I believe it was. And then you give up one run in the in the bottom of seven. So heading into the eighth inning, you're up by you know, uh by three runs. And then bottom of the eighth, you give up three runs as well. Uh by the way, all of them just that complete, complete meltdown by all our pitchers. We ran through eight pitchers in this game, dude. Woo! Eight of them. Two of them didn't even make it through a third of an inning. I might add, <laughs> okay, because you just had walk after walk after walk after walk, and you know they scored three runs in that inning off of no hits <laughs> in that age. God, that was insane. Um, golly, just such an abysmal meltdown. Uh, but anyway, Zane Petty got the start. He threw three inning, three full innings. Which I thought was kind of a strange that Zane Petty got the start. I really thought maybe Tabor Fast or Brennan Girton would get the start. But uh looking back, you know, I really thought uh, you know, maybe Zane Petty was uh, maybe, maybe was the right guy. I don't know. But uh I really might have liked to have seen Tabor Fast, but you know, who's to say? So yeah, he goes he goes three innings, gives up uh four hits, three earned runs, uh no walks, because four strikeouts, he throws fifty three total pitches. So not a bad Day on the mound for Zane Petty. He is a true freshman, so you know overall pretty good. You got Ethan Coombs who comes in, pitches two thirds of an innings, gives up a one hit, one run, and one walk, no strikeouts on sixteen pitches, and that's that's that was his day. 
And then next you had Derek Bridges, you know, like Ethan Coombs really just got you out of the inning. And then, you know, that, that was the inning we were trying to like, you know, trying to get, uh, just, just trying to get out of it. I believe that was the sixth inning, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was, it was the bottom of the sixth inning where they scored two, when K-State scored two runs. You were just trying to get out of that inning, you know. And then uh, after that comes Derek Bridges. He pitches two full innings, gets you out of that one. And then he gives up two, <laughs> gives up two earned runs, a walk, does strike out two two people, and then off of a twenty eight total pitches. And then after that, that's when just the abysmal meltdown. I think in the eighth inning happened. You know, uh, you get Bo Blessy to come, which was really good to see him on the mound. Dude's night lasts six pitches. Next doesn't even make it through a third inning. Next one, Ryan Free walks the first batter he sees. Last six pitches. That was his night. And then you go to Josh Sanders, one of your better relief pitchers. He goes inning a third, gives up two hits and one earned run, strikes out one person, last 28 pitches. And then Brennan Girton, you got who pitched you two thirds of an inning. Um, yeah, he he takes the loss on this day, gave up two hits and three earned runs in this game off of uh, two walks as well. Oh my god, 17. Are we pitches. just a, and then Brennan Lysing? Yeah, Brennan Lysing close you out. Uh gets you uh gets you your final out of that inning. And um yeah. Yeah. Dang. Or just one third of Brennan Lysing, who, who we have not seen for a long time. I think Brennan Lysing's last appearance was in March or something. We haven't seen the dude on the mound. <laughs> I mean, like I can't say that goes through three pitchers. That's throwing it. darts at the at the board at that point, at the names, oh trying God, to see what's was, gonna stick. Like, yeah, just like see who because I, I think uh, Tadlock realized as long as as well as everybody else watching, like this was a critical game in not just um for Big 12 race, but like so they can make the postseason, you know, mm-hmm. see where they get seated at. You know, they realized this was a crucial game. They needed to win this series and you run through eight guys and none of them were able to get it done um which really does it it sucks it's like hey beckle can you go on the mound dude <laughs> like you know like let's just call back uh trenton parish I, I know you pitched five innings yesterday can can can, can you go today man <laughs> just, just give me just give me three strikeouts real quick man just right. yeah no i mean just you're just asking for a broken arm dude. at that point or broken uh, shoulder. Yeah, the bats were hot, though, but your pitching was not there. You know, just can't quite get that perfect combination. Couldn't, couldn't just put <laughs> together a full game, could yeah. we, this yeah. past weekend. That sucks, man. That sucks because it just makes our life a little harder in the Big 12. Yeah, and then the two relief pitchers that we saw on Friday in Ty Rule and uh, Neighbors. Um, neighbors now 4-1 and one on the year. Um, the guy whose hat kept coming off. I just know him as the hat guy now. Uh, yeah, they the yeah, Tyrell <laughs> and uh, uh, neighbors come on the mound, and um, yeah, they pretty will take over the game. They they win the game for you. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, that's uh that was their weekend. So looking ahead though, Texas Tech will take on Sam Houston this Friday, uh, Friday May fifth. I will be at the game on Sunday. The uh, uh, up there in Lubbock, uh, Dan Law Field on Sunday. I'm super happy because this is my first tech game of the year. I was supposed to go to like two prior, but I always just had things coming up. Uh, I was going to go see them in Houston, had something pop up, uh, and then I was going to go see um, see them play here in Austin. But I was I was gone that weekend, uh, and so I was like, "Dang it, you know, <laughs> like." Uh, but yes, I'm I'm making the trip up to Lubbock. This uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go up on Saturday night, and. Um, catch the game on Sunday against Sam Houston. Hopefully that one is a win because Sam Houston is actually a very good ball club. 
But uh, and hopefully we can get the sweep because I think you really need the sweep. You really need. It. <laughs> I don't know how much it's gonna help us in out of yeah. conference, but yeah, we a dub's a dub, a dub is a dub, and a dub is a dub. Dub, yes. dub, dub. We need them. We need them. We need them. And uh, right. Sam Houston's a solid team. They got a solid squad. Got a little bit of a history with them. They're the ones that uh upset you in the regional back in 2017 <laughs> and they were just pitching lights out man you just could not get a hit off of those guys um so yeah looking at a little bit of revenge for that that series back in 2017 because i feel like that was a team that could have gone to omaha but no they just you know thought they were gonna breeze past it at uh, sam houston and they were like nope nope we're here to play but yeah texas tech drops the series to case state uh two games to one so I said currently overall is 30 and 15 on the year. It'd be crazy to think that you can possibly get nearly 40 wins on the season and still miss the the postseason. You know, because uh, what's even crazier to me is right. If I had told you at the beginning before uh, all tech sports even started that football was going to be the only thing that we excelled at this season, <laughs> would you have even believed me? <laughs> That would be so I mean, how much did we really excel at that, though? You know, I feel like I mean, our expectations were so low for it, you really couldn't I, break it. I mean, <laughs> we excelled pretty high in football, considering we don't make the big dance in basketball, and now we're on the bubble looking, on the outside looking in for this one, too. So, yeah, and that's, God, that's, not, um, not the way I thought Tech Sports was going to go this year. I, I could tell you that. Nor did I, my friend. Yeah. Nor <laughs> did I. Um, you know, so you, you, you really got to get done – you play you you play you host Sam Houston this weekend. You then I, I think okay, so this game was relocated to Lubbock. So the Evelyn Christian game, the first one, relocated to Lubbock, play at four PM and then at six thirty, they're gonna play Evelyn Christian again for their uh already rescheduled game because that one got canceled because of weather. It's rescheduled that one to May 9th. So both out and his Evelyn Christian have been uh, rescheduled due to weather. You're gonna finish off the continuation in the fourth inning at 4 p.m., and they're going to play the original game at 6.30. Hopefully you get two doves right there against Evelyn Christian. That'd be awesome. And then uh, a little confidence going into West Virginia, who currently leads the Big 12. So, you know, hopefully (laughs) that's going to be a tough place to get a dub at. You know, (laughs) I just hope you don't get swept. If if you lose the series, okay, fine. Just do not get swept. Because if you get swept, okay, yeah, you can kiss postseason hopes goodbye at this point. So... And then you host Kansas uh, for uh, on May 18th to May 20th. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that should be a sweep. It should be. But knowing this team, they just either don't want to win on Sundays or they just they just can't. You know, they just can't close them out, man. <laughs> the, the Baylor series should have been a sweep. The Oklahoma series should have been a sweep. You know, like so many of these series you have, just they should have been sweeps. You know, and I just, uh, it, 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 it's just terrible. I guess they just the like the Iowa us a series. Attack, Hell, the right? Iowa series should have been a sweep. You know, you should have won that one uh, on Sunday. Like, uh you know, just going back to all these games, it's like, damn, they should have been sweeps because you haven't swept anybody since Western Illinois, mm. the second series of the year. So, wow. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we were looking. The future was looking bright back then, wasn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. When you were ten I mean, you should have been ten and zero heading into the Shriners Classic, but you know, um, you know, I, I thought that uh, was going to carry. It's things not, changed. So things changed. Yeah, obviously yeah, the plans were not there for us. 
I guess, uh, yeah, I guess was not in the cards. And, uh, you know, this is how you, uh, how you build character, right? <laughs> baseball gods. I'm telling you, this is just a chance for us to have just a nicer looking season. You know, just to have a little underdog season. Nobody expects us to do anything now, right? So, <laughs> I don't know. Just go out there. The come, I mean, you you, you got to hit your stride, man. You got to find yourself this weekend, man. You got to hit your stride. Just get, and just, look, look, you know, look. Just get, get hot, hot at the now. right time. Get hot yeah, now. Just get, you know? just get hot at the right time right now. <laughs> exactly. You need to get hot it's really now. really all we got going. I mean, hell, the two teams that were playing for it all last year, you know, they didn't really get hot until they, it really hit May. And uh, in Oklahoma and Ole Miss, they didn't get hot until about this time of year. And, uh, or maybe like probably like late April, but late April, early May. Um, and they ended up playing for the whole damn thing. You know, there was the last two teams remaining. And they, they, they weren't, um, they, they didn't host, neither, neither one of those teams hosted a regional. They all had to go on the road and, you know, win the, regional and super regionals on the road tough thing to do and they made it to omaha and then got through that gauntlet and then the last two teams playing so you know i mean hell notre dame team that knocked us out of the tournament last year they ended up going to omaha as well so you had three teams who didn't even host a regional make it to omaha last year and they got hot at the right time which is exactly what you need to do you need to get hot at the right time and so i'm not saying it's uh completely hopeless but I'm just saying, like, it's the, the chances are starting to narrow, and you need to help yourself out here. You need to do yourself a favor, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but that's all I got as far as Texas Tech baseball goes, and just really, I'm really hoping for a win, man. I'm <laughs> really hoping that the game I go to is a dub. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? I Absolutely. hope it's an offensive uh, day, just so maybe I catch a ball. <laughs> oh, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Yeah. yeah. I believe cool. you were talking about maybe doing a live show out there in Lubbock. I don't know. Maybe we could do one while watching the game. Maybe hear the bat, you know, to make that that, that sweet sound of a bat connecting you know, to a ball. Do our own little broadcast inside Just the little thing. I, I don't know. think that'll happen. <laughs> they will not happen. No, probably not. <laughs> we, could bring, we could bring in like our Apple headphones and use that as our mic. That'd be the best thing that we'd get. <laughs> that would still Which be your, ass. <laughs> Dude, that'd be a yeah, ass would. podcast. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Think of the logistics uh, later on. But, um, you know, uh, that's what I got for Texas Tech Baseball. Uh, a little bit of recruiting news to get to. I know Krista Gerlich has just been absolutely rocking it for the Lady Raider basketball team. We got a five-star transfer from Florida coming on in. They just landed a new transfer from UTEP today. They've just been absolutely rocking it. So, yeah, I think the Lady Raider basketball team is really poised for a lot of success uh, this this next season. Um, one other piece of recruiting. Yeah, they wanted were to looking pretty to, good this past season, so, yeah. Yeah, a lot better. You know, you got that postseason experience at least. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it was NIT, but like, you know, postseason experience. I mean, you had not made the postseason since 2013. So, you know, good, yeah, good to have that, right? Um, And in other news, so five-star wide receiver Micah Hudson from Lake Belton, uh, he he has a uh, prediction on On3 Sports of coming to Texas Tech. And wow. uh, potentially being our very first five-star recruit, which would be stellar. And I'm saying, like, hey, if he commits to Texas Tech, I will do the Pluckers Fire on the Whole Challenge. That still stands. Oh God! Oh God. That still stands. Somebody I'm going to add him. Twenty-five. Add links. him. When, uh, add oh that no, boy. Me, I've been added. People have me bookmarked. Everything. I, I've been the most. <laughs> Adam and one about this because if this happens, man, I would gladly <laughs> do this. No problem. No problem. First five star recruit. Yeah, it's worth Dang. it. 
Yeah. First five star recruit yeah. Texas Tech history. The wide receiver, no, no less, too. So we it know we'll amazing. develop him. Yes. Yeah, we know we'll develop him. So. Run the air raid offense. Yes. <laughs> awesome, dude. Uh, but yeah, the challenge still stands. I will do the pluckers fire on the whole challenge. And is ready to ship um, out hot sauce. <laughs> yes, ready it is, for uh, it. if those who don't know what that is, because I know I think Pluckers is just like an Austin type restaurant. I think they have locations in San Antonio and Houston. There's a Pluckers in Dallas. There's, is there? there's a Pluckers in Dallas. Yeah, so I think they might be. Yeah, I, I might, they so. might be statewide. Yeah. I don't know. Might be in case Texas you don't know what it is. Like... In case I don't know what it is, it's a uh, basically you eat 25 hot wings in their hottest sauce, and their hottest sauce is called Fire in the Hole. And uh, yeah. I will not only will I do that, I will record myself uh, on live stream. We'll do like a live stream on Twitter. And that's right. Uh, have somebody stream. Gonna do that it. thing. And no uh, milk. Yeah. I, I really don't all, think, I don't all think sauce, it's gonna be no the, milk. Uh, I don't think it's gonna be the uh, the sauce itself. I think it's gonna be the amount of wings. It's twenty five wings, that's a lot. Can I can I offer you that's some advice as a as a man who's taken a wing challenge once or twice? What's um that? when it comes out of the uh like when it when they yeah, played it for you yeah just give it a second don't <laughs> don't don't dive into because one of the issues i ran into trying those hot wing challenges wasn't necessarily the fact that the sauce was hot was that the wings were themselves were too hot to like hold in oh, my hands okay. yeah, like, yeah. That, that's what i was struggling with more more or less it wasn't even the actual eating part of the wings you know what i mean so i i would just suggest that let it let it sit for like a nice five minutes yeah, before you time yourself and yeah you know i mean before you get yourself i, nice I feel like i'm just gonna want to like just down them as quickly as i can so i don't gotta taste that much shit because that's what i did with the uh the blazing challenge for buffalo wild wings that i posted hey, uh onto the hey, twitter page good. yeah and I, I killed that shit it was easy <laughs> it was easy actually because my my whole philosophy going into that was eat as quickly as you can the way you don't have to taste it as much you just get it done with and done over with as quickly as you can and so yeah i did that it was awesome pretty easy actually loved it i'll do it again <laughs> i'll do it again Sweet. <laughs> um, it's gonna happen again that's pretty much i'm gonna manifest it tonight manifest it man I'm please do i'm gonna man. do some yoga poses because i actually do want to do this grab my, challenge, but my i just never had a reason to you know what I mean? Uh, channel that energy into <laughs> his area. And he's not even going to know. He's going to be like, wow, what do I feel tech ready? And it's going to happen. I'm calling it. Yeah, apparently right tech is the team to beat. Which is awesome. <laughs> that is pretty cool to say. Yeah. Uh, as far as his recruiting goes, tech is the team to beat. Well, that's awesome. Um, but last segment before we go ahead and wrap this one up, our good vibes vibe of the week, man. Boop, 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 gotta, boop. gotta leave on some good vibes. Zuni. What you vibing with, man? So I'm actually actually gonna go with medicine because I'm I don't know if y'all could tell my voice, but I feel kind of doing with strap the past couple days. So I'm gonna oh, go with Nyquil, Nyquil, holding me down, holding me down when I need it the most. You know, shout out to Nyquil, uh, shout out to my uh, my girlfriend Tiffany. She took care of me too, so that felt nice. But yeah, Nyquil, holding me down. That's my good vibes vibe of the week. So if you guys are ever trying to get high as shit off of Nyquil, go ahead and down. No, I'm joking. Don't do that. <laughs> but don't abuse it. Use it properly, as instructed at the back of the bottle. So yes, but Nyquil it definitely helped me get through because I was just knocked out all day yesterday, like straight up. I was asleep for most of the day. It sucked. And Nyquil helped me get to sleep so I could feel better. So yeah, awesome. It's my that's my good vibes vibe of the week. Good health, guys. Nyquil is <laughs> always health. a good. That, that's that's a solid choice, man. Because this springtime, so people are gonna get the get sniffles, get the cold. I always get sick in the spring. 
uh, sometime in the spring. I always seem to. Um, take care of your wet. Allergy take care season. Of your yeah. Wash your I mean, hands. And NyQuil, that, that is awesome. That's that's the mate stuff. I go to bed, you know, take take a shot of that, go to bed, wake up the next morning, I'm feeling a lot better <laughs> than what I was. Um, Heck yeah, you know yeah. it. NyQuil is a good one, man. And plus, like, it's, it's I, I always hate it because I have so much trouble waking up from it. You know, like, I don't want to get out of bed, like, until, I don't know, it's been like 14 hours. <laughs> I'm still like, I'm still, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, that's like my only vice with the uh, NyQuil. I don't think I have against it, but, but for my good vibes, vibe of the week. And I feel like it's a solid one. I feel like this is one we can all respect, especially if you've ever worked in the service industry before. And I feel like every job is the service industry. You're providing some sort of service and whatever thing you do. Um, but this is something I witnessed over the weekend as well. It's when shitty customers get instant karma. So I was at a restaurant. <laughs> I was at a restaurant okay, with my brother. And I'm, we're just sitting there. We're chilling, vibing, having a good time, having a couple drinks, a couple laughs, everything. And then we see this guy. He's literally in the booth right across from us, like kind of diagonal to us in this restaurant. And he's just being a dick. He's just being a mm. flat out dick to his server, everything like that. And we, we noticed the whole game and we're just like, holy shit, you know, this guy's, you know, being a piece of shit, you know? <laughs> and then mm. as he's leaving, uh, he just like, he he was going to tip the server and he just like gets this like little, little, uh, like wad of money. I think it's like, I was like four singles, like four bucks. And he just throws it out, throws it on the floor. And then Damn. I see the manager walk out and he's like, and he just walks out. He's like, pick that the fuck up and get the fuck out of my restaurant to the guy. <laughs> I'm just like, holy shit. That's awesome. Fuck. Yeah, dude. Hey, like, yeah, get the a- fuck out of my restaurant. Pick that up. He, he told the, uh, cause the waiter was going to pick it up for him. He's like, no, 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 don't mm-hmm. pick it up. Don't pick it up. You pick that shit up. Get the fuck out of my restaurant. And I'm like, holy dude, what is shit. G? Like people. Heck yeah. Claps out to that dude. Right I was there, like, yeah. hell yeah, dude. So when shitty people get instant karma, man, that's always, um, so good. So that's my good vibes. I believe, especially witnessing that too. Cause me, whenever I'm, in a um a, at a restaurant at a bar uh you know at, at a mall shopping doing whatever i want to be the easiest person that that person has to deal with all day long i want shit mm-hmm. to be so seamless like so smooth like if i order something and uh like if i were like a burger and it with no tomatoes like it comes back with tomatoes I don't make a big fucking it's deal. About it. I just, just take, take the shit off. Just take them out. Take the shit off. I don't. Even, cool. Sometimes I won't even. I'll just ask for it as is, and I'll just take the smells off myself. Like I, 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 I want no problems. You know, I'm, I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy, pal. Um, but you know, and just to see that, it's like, what the, like some people, like you think like, that guy was having a bad day. I just think everything revolves around <laughs> them. Like I can't, I, I, I can't wrap my head around that. You know? What do they call those? Is it? It's not a Karen, but is it a Kyle? Is that what they call it? Uh, I, I mean, know. that that one's so finicky because I I think for women it's a it's a Karen definitely. It's a Karen, right? For, for like guys, I don't think it would be a Kyle because I feel like Kyle's is really its own kind of. You know what? Every thing. Kyle, it's not like a every shitty, Kyle like, that I've you know, met has been kind of cool in their own. Yeah, way, right? yeah. I'm, I'm they haven't been Kyle. assholes. If I'm being honest. <laughs> so I don't know. What's a what's just a douchey name for? I don't know for Karen. Can't tell you. There is, there's definitely. I mean, one out there. I would say like I would say Chad, but I feel Chad's kind of his own thing. You know, what about Jonah? 
Name one other Jonah you know besides Hill. Ah, uh, <laughs> you fucking can't think of one, can you? God damn it, nope. <laughs> exactly. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um. So yeah, that's my good vibes vibe of the week right there. Um. Any trivia for me, buddy? Any trivia? I got no trivia for you this week. Last this week, no worries, none man. Any week, final thoughts none, you want to dish out? Uh, Go shout out my up. cat. It's uh, shout out my cat, yeah, and um, shout out to iPhone chargers because I need that right now because my phone's at ten percent. Woo! No, that's all me though. But you, but any uh, any last uh, shout outs? Any last things you want to get off your mind, off the mental? Um, I shout the boys over on Dark Side of the Mic podcast. I was on their podcast several weeks ago. Um, they're yeah, they do like a live stream. They're doing a live stream right now in downtown Lockhart, Texas. If you know where that's at. Um, Ooh, Lockhart yeah. barbecue. Yeah, yeah, barbecue, barbecue, central. barbecue um, central. Give a shout out to those boys, and um, yeah, yeah, that's really all I got today. You know, shout out to Red Raider baseball. Um, everybody voted on the um, Twitter poll. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Shout out to Pops and Shots. I love it when y'all guys argue <laughs> about wrestling, especially uh, when it's not that important. But I yeah. love it anyway. <laughs> love arguing about fake shit. It's amazing. I I love it. I love hearing them bicker about wrestling. It's one of my favorite things. Like <laughs> absolutely. But that's gonna do it for us today, guys. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. On behalf of my friend Nathan Zuniga, I'm Joni Young saying so long, and we'll see you next time here on the Lone Raider Podcast. <laughs>